And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Movie Madhouse. Yay! Theatrics. Why is that so creepy? I know, theatrics. I'm starting to get into uh, the fall, soon-to-be Halloween season. Yeah, sure. I guess. I don't know, I'm just in a kind of giddy mood. Well, because you got rid of a kid. That's right. Kind (laughs) of. That's bittersweet. Wow. College is awesome. (laughs) Oh, you gotta go. Get out. (laughs) Are you leaving? Here's your hat. (laughs) Hey, I I promised him that we wouldn't just slow down and let him jump out. (laughs) 472 days until the release of Star Wars Episode 7. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Are you looking to make a sequel of Fanboys? <laughs> Just... Throwing that out there. All right. Just playing. Well, he said, I almost uh, banned a couple people from my Facebook because they're one guy posted, goes, only 20 more Fridays until Christmas. Oh, I will kill you. Oh, right. That's right. I said, you are so looking for a punch in the eye. <laughs> hey, I got a question. What, what's your name? Don't ask him such tough things. Come on. Let's work into this. Oh, just realized we started and we didn't introduce, so oh. new listeners won't know who we are. You are. Um, I am Mike. I'm Jason. I'm Rob. And we and have a special guest. The mystery guest. I'm John. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, it's Belt. <laughs> belt, yes, yes. Did you ever see the Croods? Yep. Yes, Belt. It. it was good. Bum, bum, bum. Well, that makes two people at the table that know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it now because of me. <laughs> Wow, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, this is nice. I keep looking here, and I move my mouse, and that screen moves. <laughs> well, why are you trying to multitask between an iPad and a notebook? I'm talking. Do you know what the sun said to me the other day? I was upstairs, and I called him up. It's like, Cam, come up here. So he comes running up. I go, I need you to brush your teeth. He goes, what? I said, I need you to brush your teeth. He's looking at me, squinting. Because I'm sorry, I'm seeing your list move, but I'm hearing Japanese. What are you saying? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what I'm saying. Is this Cam? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. boy, Cam. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it starts. And we ran into... Oh, 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 oh. Keep talk amongst yourself. So what are you, are you having technical difficulties? I, I think he's playing like Candy Crush or Farmville or something. Oh. No. I love my ex-wife. I just saw here on Facebook that mom swap, which is, again, not what it really is. It was oh. one photo I remember. <laughs> that got taken down. Yeah, that was fast. <laughs> they have Skylanders up here. Yeah. And they have Boomer. Is Boomer that good? is the only character where, I'm sorry, Cam's missing. That you're missing. <laughs> Once he gets Boomer, he'll have one of every character. Like, we don't do the whole collection, just one of each character. Nice. Boomer's the only one we're missing. It's right there for five bucks. So I was just going to jump all over it. There she is. Bond says, Boomer, please. <laughs> there you go. Doesn't mean you're getting it. Nope. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've sort of ran on that parade. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> oh, brother. That's, it's nice to see him squirm. Yes. <laughs> so, wow. did you see any good movies? Uh, not did as you see late. any shitty movies? Oh. Not really. Oh. He saw one he didn't like. 
Loopers. Well, I, I was listening to your podcast before, talking about loopers, and I'm like, oh, you guys, everybody's like, oh, I love it, I love it. I'm like, no, it was one of the, it was great till the very end. Then it was like, what happened here? I'm waiting for the whole universe to implode, but nothing happened. He brought some good points to that. Good thing he's decided to share them on the podcast. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Well, you, you can't have... <laughs> if you look at it, you got the whole timeline thing, and you got future guy versus past guy. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but I mean... Oh, yeah, spoilers. 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 Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, anyway, past guy pretty much kills future guy eventually, but future guy kills like everyone else. He kills everybody, like just wipes out all the bad guys in the whole movie from the past. Then future guy, or sorry, past guy's like, hey... Future guy's going to kill somebody. I need to stop him. And he kills himself, and then he disappears, and I'm waiting for the rest of the universe to implode. Because I always went with that theory, it's the multiverse, you know? And it's not going to actually take effect until it happens. But he brought up another good point. Halfway through the movie, he breaks his own finger, and suddenly it's broken on future guy. Yeah. Yeah, so past guy gets injured. Future guy suffers consequences. So if he shoots himself... That means Future Guy was never there. That's right. So he couldn't have killed all those guys. But at the end of the movie, the camera pans back, and all the guys are still dead. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for the universe to implode. Little loophole there. Still nothing. Uh, 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 I see what you did. Yes. Very nice, very nice. Yes. <sighs> so this is... This is the gold everybody waits for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A little disappointed. I was like, oh. All right, next oh, one. Just, oh, in the movie, I thought you were talking about Rob's joke. Oh, that was. Well, yeah. Wow. We just, that goes without saying. Yeah, it's another joke. I got the flag up. <laughs> now, I, according to a text message I received, Rob watched a movie that could be interesting to hear about. I think I got that exact same text. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I took my son to the drive-in. Because we had not been all summer, and it was making me nauseous, not going. I love the Nauseated. Driving. Were you sick, too? There's a difference. You were sick, too? No, no, no. Then shut up. I'm... Okay. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Me to shut up. Jason, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of like that coffee thing I put on Facebook for you. I put on a... It's a pic... Uh, little words that says, do you realize that coffee is cold by the time it reaches a giraffe's stomach? No. You just think about yourself, don't you? <laughs> but we went to the drive-in because we hadn't been, and uh, there was three movies playing. Turtles, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Hercules. We didn't make it to Hercules. <laughs> oh my god, it was hilarious. Well, you, you know when it starts. What's that? You know when it starts when the sun goes down. Oh yeah. Why didn't you leave earlier? Wow. Is that a joke? What do you <laughs> Leave earlier. Obviously, if you didn't make it for Hercules. Hercules was the last movie. Well, you didn't say that. No. No. See, what yeah. happened is we didn't make it to Hercules. We watched the first two. Oh. And the oh, little man was asleep. Oh, I see. oh I, okay. Excuse me. Yeah, and you didn't specify that it's just one. That's nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, one, that was uncalled for. Did that hurt, buddy? That was uncalled for. Oh, How about this one? <laughs> no, uh, Cameron was all excited because he was going to get to stay up past midnight. Yeah, okay. Goes, I think the only time I've ever stayed up past midnight is New Year's. I was at 12.05. So he's laying there. He's fighting it hard at 11.30. 12.06 rolls around. He goes, oh, look, I have a new record. 12.10, I look over. He's out like a <laughs> Red Bull. Should have given him a couple of Red Bulls? I thought about it. Didn't but I waited till I got home and then the gave it to him. 
Oh, that stuff would have kept him away. I've kept him up. Heck, he would have watched that movie in 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not endorsing giving methamphetamines to nine-year-olds. Absolutely not, especially not the blue stuff. No, that's good stuff. You keep that for yourself. So, my biggest complaint with the Turtles, if you've listened to the podcast, has always been Michael Bay making them aliens. Okay? I hated that. He didn't do that. No? No. What he did is he made that mutagen that actually turns them into the turtles yeah. from an alien's origin. It's never discovered where he gets it, right? And it's not Shredder and April's dad working together. Spoiler. Spoiler. Wait, are you talking about the new movie that just came out? The new movie out? that just came out. Okay, the one with the weird noses where they really don't have a nose. It's exactly. Yeah. Um, what they are is they are April's pets in a way. Because her father was a scientist and worked with this guy. Listen, just, just follow me here. Just, I'll turn yours off. Listen. <laughs> I'll turn this off. Oh, yeah, that'll slow things down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, you want to play mutually sure destruction? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, that's right, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and watch it all go down. I'll start crying if the pod stops, but that's about it. I had to feel better for a second. That's why I went to Jay. <laughs> no, uh, April's dad is a scientist, and he works with this guy. I can't remember the guy's name. But uh, there's a fire, and her father dies. And they thought everything was lost. So she does that first run-in with the turtles, and Raphael jumps down, give me your camera. And there's Mikey going, oh, listen, he's using the Batman voice, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, she hears the names, and she's like, wait a second. So she runs back home, digs up her dad's papers, and they th- that's the name of the four turtles. They were testing this mutagen on. <laughs> so in other words, while they're not aliens, they are genetic experiments. Exactly. That's one one small step in the wrong direction. No, because it's the I mutagen mean, that no, turns them into no, the turtles. No, give me the accidental ooze thing. No. Well, they were an accident because all they were trying to do was to come up with an ant- for an antidote to this mutagen. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Because Shredder wants to poison the entire city, and then this guy that was working with April's dad wants to save it and get <sighs> billions of dollars. Of course. Now you don't gotta go see it. Oh. Good. Good, because I wasn't gonna go anyway. Oh, dude. Oh no, they ruined the turtles. I gotta turn your mic off? What? (laughs) He's right. They ruined the turtles. (laughs) Yes. They're not the new turtles. I don't even know who they are. They they look weird. They're not even they're huge. They're like big tall guys. Six feet tall. And oh man, they're strong. They were throwing crap around. Oh, you should see when they get super turtles. Pumped with adrenaline. Oh the god, that's hilarious. Just another movie. We have to Rob, change the name. You're perpetuating. I'm the sorry. Problem. I tried not to, but you it was fun. Bay. I tried not to, but it was fun. Michelangelo is my hero in that movie. The guy's hilarious. He's. They're talking. They're explaining themselves to her, and, she, and they're going, "Oh, by the way, we're teenagers, but we can have adult conversations." <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, you said. Yeah. Well, am I going to watch it again? I, no. Will I buy it? No. But it was fun while I was there. I'll wait for it to come out on Netflix. There you go. There we go. How yeah. long was this brutality? <laughs> uh, an hour 50, I think, roughly. Never get that back. No. Nope. And, of course, right at the end, they blow up a car. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only explosion in the movie? Actually, no. no. There's a couple more. Well, the, 
They showed a building falling down. Yeah. In the trailers. Oh, yeah, and they're all jumping from the building. They're all falling down. Yeah. So it's Michael Bay Riffick. Yep. And it's. Go see him. No, no. no. Absolutely (laughs) not. not Go see this movie. It's awesome. (laughs) We got some feedback going on. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, Feedback. Uh huh. But I got to watch Guardians for the third time. That was sweet. <laughs> I do want to get back and see that again. Well, it's, it's number one in the box office again. So yeah, yep. That just tells you how weak the summer's been. Yeah, because November Man came out this weekend, and I thought that would really do well. But uh, That type of movie doesn't usually do super well. It's Pierce Brosnan. Well, he's not the dry he used to be. It's 007, man. He'll always be the dry he used to be. A lot of people would argue that he's not 007. What people? Not Daniel you Craig, tell him for to one. Come talk to me. You tell him to come talk to me. <laughs> sure. Okay. Hey, Daniel Craig, <laughs> you can find Rob Bellamy at. Uh-huh. CK Cosplay. There you go. Ah. That's where I'll be. Come get me. <laughs> May 9th. Between noon and two. Sound good? <laughs> I'll be on the main stage with the microphone waiting. <laughs> yep. And a line of people waiting for autographs. <laughs> It's worth a shot. <laughs> that could work. Okay. Doesn't hurt to try. Who else can I call out? <laughs> Daniel Prouse. No, he's big. Oh. He'll kick my ass. He's a bodybuilder, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'll call out Kate Mara. <laughs> That's it. Good. Ronnie, butt after me. Yeah. She won't kick his ass. No, her bodyguards will. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can, you can be. You're, you're looking at a world of hurt. I don't think these things through. No. Any, any idea who she's dating? Hey, I'm be- betting he's large. Last episode. Actions and consequences. You would think you would learn the lesson from this guy from the last podcast. What did you do? Jason, what did you do? And a reminder that Rob does not listen to the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. Done. Thanks for the support. Actually, I do. I listened to it the very next day, but that was a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast. What did you do? You don't remember. I... Tried to make fun of Mike and his uh, trouble with his lines, and he walked off the project. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Right, I remember that. I just listened to that today. Yeah, that's right. The the thing about blackmail, (laughs) you have to have power over the guy that you're supposed to be blackmailing. Mm Mm-hmm. Power. See, the difference is... I'm in the driver's seat when it comes (laughs) to that kind of thing. And now... I get the text message, was it the day after? Hey, I learned how to edit the audio files now. (laughs) Apparently, I had a reign of terror and didn't know it (laughs) because my reign of terror is over. My exact response was, I had a reign of terror? Cool. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Speaking of that filming, that's actually where John found out about the podcast. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, he came out to help be an extra at that filming. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yep. And he came up to me and goes, so what are you filming? See, that's dedication. He came up to help. He had no idea what was there. Yeah. Well, the you wife know. actually dragged me out, too. And we went to donate for that. What is that? that oh, yeah. Challenge. Oh, yep. oh, very good. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you yep. did do that, didn't yep. you? Yep. We helped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I yeah. sprayed him with a hose. It's <laughs> <laughs> the spot. Um, yeah, that's where John found out about the podcast. Yeah, and I got, well, I work at Tech Savvy, so I'm just earphones in, working away. Figured, hey, I got eight hours a day to kill. I'll listen to something. Tell them they owe us 50 bucks now because you just plugged them. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No problem. I'll, I'll let the big guys know. <laughs> yeah. I'll take I'll take one once free internet. <laughs> See what I can do. No I'm, I'm with Tech Savvy, so. Uh-huh. The boss is oh. where? 
Uh, I don't know exactly. Damn it, I was going for another 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll definitely email him for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Your people oh, look, will he's call my right people. Now. No, no, he's not. <laughs> so, did you watch anything? I did. Because you know I have a list, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, you man. always go last. Uh, I was... Don't hurt my baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I ended up going shopping, and I was doing a little uh, retail therapy, and I stumbled across a Stanley Kubrick three-pack of Blu-rays. Oh. 2001 A Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, and The Shining. Oh, that's a nice set. It is. Okay. And I also picked up Apocalypse Now. It's got, uh, it has the original theatrical, Redux. And probably about eight days worth of uh, bonus features. Oh, sweet. Wow. And I also picked up Inglorious Bastards. Ah, very good. So I ended up watching uh, A Clockwork Orange. Uh, It's been a long time since I watched that. So good. So twisted. That was ad-libbed. It was perfect. When um, uh, Malcolm McDowell is kicking the crap out of him, yep. he just started singing the song. Raping his wife and brutally assaulting the uh, the While writer. singing in the rain. While singing in the rain, yep. And then it, <laughs> wow. it's just so dystopian. Oh, the brainwashing is awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a, you, you brainwash all aggressiveness out of this guy, and then you release him into... Uh, ultra-violent world. <laughs> Good luck. He can't even defend himself. No, he said he got he got accosted by a, an alley full of uh, hobos, <laughs> and that was just... When they when they released him, just like, oh, this is going to be bad. Have you seen that? Clockwork Orange? No, not yet. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. on my bucket list. Yes, yeah. it is good. It's worth it. Yeah. And, and then after I watched that, I ended up watching uh, Apocalypse Now Redux. Three hours and 20 minutes. Ooh, it's just, I don't know if I could do it. I had to take a break about halfway through. <laughs> I just, I, what I remember, oh, yeah. it, that's another one that has been a very long time. I don't know if I could get through it again. I it, I should probably try, but I just don't know if you I could. You can tell it's a masterpiece. Harrison Ford's in it. Oh, there you go. Winner. For, uh, for, uh, he's in it. Shush. Okay, I'm just in <laughs> it for all of 10 minutes at the very start. Did you notice the name on his shirt? Uh, Lucas. What's that? Lucas. 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 Yep. Because George was originally supposed to help Coppola with that. Ah. And then he got off onto that space movie. I don't remember what it's called. And uh, that's got to be it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Some space movie. Yeah. So Harrison Ford filled in for that little part, and they he put Lucas on there just as a little nod of the head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and he said the uh, that. The scene where they um, lay the napalm down, where the oh, air cap, yes. that, right. was, that was the largest explosion on caught on camera at that point in time. Yep. And I remember watching one of the docs about it. They said they went through a ton of gasoline setting that up. Wow. So they just, they dug big trenches and then they filled big pipes up with gas. And they laid it down, and the pyro guy goes, I'll just hit this button, and it'll all go up. Everybody needs to get back. About no, no. miles. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, it was a, a, a masterwork movie. 
just to pull off everything that they did. Well, I still remember watching Hearts of Darkness, I believe it was, the making yeah. of. And Francis Ford Coppola's directing, and the copter, copters are flying, and then all of a sudden they turn, and they're gone. And he's like, what the hell? What the hell? Well, he was using rebel, like he was renting the helicopters from the rebels in the area. And they got called away to, you know, shoot somebody. Shoot somebody. <laughs> 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 he's like, son of a bitch. Yep. I you said it was so dark, and tw- like especially when they finally get themselves downriver and they run into the Playboy bunnies, and these girls have been so traumatized, and it, they, they've they've gone insane, and it's just just a brutal, brutal. Oh, but it's awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it now. Jeez. Oh yeah, it, it, it is one of the must-see masterworks of. Uh, Coppola um, said for Clockwork Orange, for Kubrick, these are the things that people, if you like movies, these are the kind of things that you kind of have to watch to, you know, you say, okay, I've seen this, I know what a good movie is. And then you judge everything else after that. (laughs) Exactly. And I will revisit them, both Clockwork and Apocalypse Now. I will put them on my short list to to revisit soon. I highly recommend going back and watching those bad boys. It's, 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 it's an ordeal sitting through some of them because they're so long, but you get so much out of it because it's, they don't make movies like this anymore. If they, uh, very, very, very rarely, but you get, see, you're not going to get Apocalypse Now for getting Expendables. Yeah, exactly. So, you just, you're not getting the epics that we, we used to get. See, I just, one of my favorite Vietnam movies is Casualties of War. I don't know if you've ever seen it with Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox. Oh, that one, yeah, that was good. That movie is powerful. Like, it's the, the kernel of it yeah, yeah. is a real story from The New Yorker. Oh, yeah? About a troop going out um, on a tour. like Long-range patrol. Long-range patrol. Yep. They kidnap a Vietnamese woman and rape her, and then they end up killing her. And when they get back, the one guy's trying to blow the whistle, but nobody in the military cares. Right? I just checked. It was Brian De Palma that did that. Yeah, that was good. Was now, unfortunately, when I think Brian De Palma, I think Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, yeah, that, that casualty war that that reminded me. You now, yeah, that was oh. a really good one. That was the first time I've heard of that particular scenario happening. And then I did a little research. Oh, they did that all the time. And I said these guys would go on these long range patrols, snatch a girl on the way out, and then I said they would leave her body in the bush as they're coming back. I'm curious now. What's what's the issue with Untouchables? Nothing. It's phenomenal. Oh, just the way you said that. I thought you had a problem with the movie. No, no. We were talking about, you think of a director and you think oh, of, okay. like, like Scorsese, Raging Bull. Right. Yep. You know, Brian De Palma, I think The Untouchables. Okay. You know. I get you now. Okay. Just the way you said it. It sounded like you might have had a problem. I was looking at brass knuckles on there. Yes. Yes. Oh, what do you got to get? The fire. I went to Chicago a year ago, and one of the first things we did. Because I was at the Chicago train. We took a train. So we came into Union Station. I made sure to find the staircase. And there's two. There's one on the left, one on the right. I went to the one side, and as my wife is taking a picture, the security guard goes, you're on the wrong one. 
<laughs> it's over on that side. So I'm like, oh, shoot, we're going over to the right side. <laughs> Your wife's going, oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I, told I, him, I told him to go to the other side. Oh, no, she's going, why am I taking a picture of you on a fucking flight of stairs? It's just, we have stairs at home, Jason. It's historic. <laughs> oh, it's historic to be on, on that spot. Oh, yeah. you know? Wow. It, it is Chicago, too. Yes. So. One of Sean Connery's best roles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, nothing comes to mind. All right, I'll, I'll <laughs> shoot through my list. I'll, I'll, there's something I'll, you know, I'll, let me get you a pillow. I'll jump through, yeah, quick. maybe, yeah, right. <laughs> settle in. Okay, so. the first one that I do want to discuss was, uh, and it's not exactly a movie, but my boys and I went and experienced the Doctor Who season premiere in the theater. Oh yeah! Did you bring your squirt gun? No. Did you bring no, your squirt gun? No, because he sat with us. He, he, his friend, his friend didn't show. So, but what was amazing it's, was it's, it's it's good to know you're the backup. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Your plan B. It was... Uh, it Your... Was... The replacement. <laughs> they originally had Your... it booked in the seventh theater, the smallest one in the place. If somebody else had asked to be on the show... Yep. Yep. Glad you fast first, huh? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they bumped it up to the number two theater, one of the bigger theaters, yeah. and it was Just three quarters full. It was three quarters full. Apparently, the last thing, because they did quarter, a... quarter empty. The 50th anniversary special was sold out when they did it they did the theatrical showing so they wanted to but try that get more mean as much if it's in a smaller theater it's more well, intimate they, well anyways oh, they it was three quarters oh, full yeah. we got there a half hour before Four the show started and it was he's such a positive guy I knew he was three quarters I'm trying to get through what I wanted to say there <laughs> were so many Whovians in there so many Whovians and I'm telling you three quarters of them Wait, had friggin did you see Cindy Lou Who no, Whovians. And all the Whovians were not there. They're called Whovians. Well, oh, gee, really? So are yes. all the people that live in Whoville. Yes. Yes. No, they're called Who's. They're just called Who's. All the Who's down in Whoville. <laughs> There's a bunch of Whovians at a Doctor Who premiere. Get the fuck out. No, but I mean, I, when I say Whovians, I mean hardcore. All of them wearing fezes or bow ties or had sonic screwdrivers out, T-shirts. I mean... It was a it was a con experience that for a theatrical showing. It was it, I I I don't see that sort of thing in Chatham very often. Where were you? In Chatham, you know. <laughs> you see it all the time. Say. But it was it was a really 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 good experience. Oh oh, oh, oh what's the what? John? What? what? Oh hold on a second. It's a telephone <laughs> call. No, no, it's a text. Oh, okay. So, oh, so we can't do it. So it was a really good experience, and for the theatrical showings, they had a prequel scene that you didn't see on TV. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, nice, really fun introduction to who the Doctor is. People don't like prequels. Nope. Look at Phantom Menace. Yeah. Let's not discuss that. It was, was, there, was, was there a prequel. <laughs> Did you not think that was going to happen? <laughs> he, he wasn't quite sure which trigger to pull. Exactly. Uh, no, it was just a fun introduction to who the Doctor is, where this character is just talking is about he? the Doctor and all these. Who is he? He's, he's a Time Lord from the planet Gallifrey. I do what? What? He's a Time Lord from the planet Gallifrey, and he can regenerate. Oh, the planet But they go through all his, they, they show all the different Everybody doctors. Over. It was a fun experience. <laughs> it was awesome. And, and I got to share it with my boys before my son went off to university, so it was a nice little bonding. Oh, he's trying to have a moment. Oh, yeah. okay. he keeps trying to have moments. Dude, I don't do moments. I know. Uh, <laughs> I rewatched nice the movie Fido. 
The Billy zo- Conley. Billy Conley yeah. as a zombie. Yeah. You know, the zombies on leashes thing. Such a silly, fun movie. Just weird. Just wacky. Um, <laughs> my Fast and the Furious uh, series continues. I watched Fast 3, which is probably my favorite of the whole series. Thank God he got up to 3. Now I can finally go to bed. I was um, up all week worrying about that. I watched Jason, eight. please get the three. <laughs> I watched a, a Guy Ritchie double bill with lock, stock, and two smoking barrels That's and rock true. and roller. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a triple bill? Because lock, stock, I, and two smoking barrels. And then rock and roller. No. So that's three. The first one's one movie. Yes. It's a really long time. Yeah, but it's got two smoking barrels. No, no, no. No. As it's, it's, it's a metaphor for shotgun. Yes. Oh, which is one If you've never seen the movie, you won't get the reference. Oh, I've seen the movie. I'm just, you know, messing with me, as usual. <laughs> I just love those Guy Ritchie British com- British crime comedy movies. I'm, I'm watching Snatch this week. They're wacky. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so weird. Double timing. It's Smith right now. No doubt. No. Oh. No. Oh. oh. I know. I'm anxiously. I, I've got it marked on my phone the 19th. Like, I've, you know, oh, I can't wait for the 19th of September. Oh. Okay, dude, seriously, go to another room to do that. Oh, I'm telling you, I can't wait for Toss, damn it. Um, because a reference got brought up at home, I looked up an, an old Charlie Sheen flick called Cadence. So, because it got brought up at home, we have to suffer. Yes. Yep. Cadence. That's the, with Lawrence Fishburne. Martin Sheen plays the, the, uh, Commander of the base, and um, now I can't remember the character's name, but the the kiss ass um, guard who watches them—not the one who's friendly with them, the one who's always pushing them, like always yelling at them and whatnot. Niedermeyer. I can't remember the character's name, but the actor, Ramon Estevez, another brother. Oh yeah, I never knew that. That was like the Sheen family movie. Uh, Well, (laughs) yeah, it was. He was another brother that never really did much after that. Martin Sheen was in. Apocalypse. Apocalypse now. Yes, he, he was. was. Charlie looks so much like him. Yeah. There's that. It's like, wow. I didn't know. It's just like, when did this like, time for <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Remember the, those movie Hot Shots? The parody? Yep, they had yep. either one or two where they made fun of Apocalypse Now where they're both on the boat on the river. Yeah. I love you passed. in Wall Street. Yeah, they pass each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was two. Was it two? Yeah. Because that's when he was doing his Rambo impression. That's right. That's right. That's oh, pretty good. Um, I finally caught. I no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh no, not the movie. Oh, just, okay. Just some of the scenes and. Okay, wow. Oh no, the movie. <laughs> the movie was something else. The bar is set way too low. Sometimes. I, I finally caught Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. James Marshall's in Cadence. I didn't know that. Yes, that's cool. He's the guard that was friendly with him. That's right. Sure. James Marshall, um, a few good men. He's one of the. He's the dopey one that's being charged. Ah, okay. And there was also a movie he did with Cuba Goody Jr. called Gladiator, yeah. where he's, it's an underground boxing. Again, a few good men. He's the dopey one. That's yeah. That's his bigger one. But he was the star of Gladiator. It's a good, I like that movie. Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit though was really really cool. I really liked what they did there. Um, Chris Pine in the Jack Ryan role was a nice fresh take on him. Do you know what that is? To me, is a, uh, a Captain Kirk on the holodeck uh, <laughs> yeah, Basically, yep. Kind of. Um, but he wasn't so as reckless. Right. No, but no, he wasn't nearly as reckless as Kirk. He was no, for the most part. acting. But he was, he, I, <laughs> he is an actor. I get pain. Well, you thought that was really Jack Ryan? Wow. Or? No kidding. Wow. Huh? Uh, 
Just saying, Jack Ryan Shattercrew was a really good breath of fresh air for that whole action spy genre. With Chris Pine as the actor. Yes. 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 The actor. Uh, actor. Chris Pine. Kevin Costner is not really head of CIA. No? No. What? No. Really? What? I know. I know. That'd be a lot cooler. Spoilers. Because <laughs> if you look back, he did Three Days to Kill. He's yeah. definitely not the head of the CIA. No. That was, that's was my that, Was that the sequel? Spiritual. Spiritual. Oh, I'd say prequel, but yeah, he's got cancer, so... Um, I've watched that's like cut. Oh, I could get your you get zombie Colson. Oh, that's right. Zombie Colson came back. Yeah, zombie Costner. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't really tell the difference. Which no, <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> I rewatched my personal non Marvel related sci fi okay. Elysium. Oh, good god. <laughs> Here we go. Love again. that movie. It's a, a great sci fi. Put your rain jacket on. Oh, it, you're going to need it. There's a lot it was, of fluids flying. It was an okay movie. I don't think it was awesome. It was good. I thought it was awesome. What? So I like Neil Blomkamp's style. The district, you know, the guy did District 9. And Sharko Copley. There it was. The best psycho, badass villain in the A team. In the A team, he's totally different. In this movie, he is the absolute best psycho badass villain. I it, you have trouble finding anyone who can uh, match him. Walter Kurtz, Marilyn Brando. I gotta rewatch it to you know, to know. We are now gonna have to put out new merchandise: the movie Madhouse raincoat, <laughs> <laughs> splash guard. <That's> right. <laughs> For those Elysium Kevin Smith moments. <laughs> He was awesome in this movie. So freaking crazy. One day, we'll get Jason to break out of his shell and we'll discover what he really feels. But until that time, I just have to deal with this. Maybe more time in front of the camera. Yeah, that's true. Acting, acting, acting. Practice your promos in front of a mirror, there, champ. Yes. That'll help you. Uh, no, thanks. Are, are we at the bottom of the list here? I got two left. Oh, One I'll glance over quickly. Uh, really, I was I didn't really know what I was going to watch. I just flipped through the on-demand selections, and I came across Best in Show. I haven't watched that one in a while. It's my personal favorite of those mockumentary-style movies. I did watch that one. Christopher Guest's in Toronto last year at the film festival. That's Oh, yeah. it's so it's it's quirky fun. It's it's not belly laughs, laugh out loud. Just the whole movie. I'm I'm smiling love, through the whole damn movie. I love Eugene Levy. I almost fell asleep. He's got two <laughs> left feet. Like who thinks of that? Yeah, I almost fell asleep. It's, it's it's one of my personal favorites of the mockumentary. I was out there in the park. You know, it was cold. It's a close second to Spinal Tap. It's Whoa. A close second to Spinal Tap, I said. Are you, you surprised? Are swimming in some deep water there, I said a close second to Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is still the... Day, uh, oh, don't even bring that shit up. <laughs> Damn it. A close second to This Is Spinal Tap? A close second. Wow. Well, what other mockumentaries are out there? None. Uh, wrong. There's Best in Show, uh, Mighty Wind. Uh, I think it's... For your consideration, I think it was called, was another one? And they're all have the same people involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, just put nope. that one down. <laughs> oh, oh, the one in the middle we weren't talking about. I didn't know that <laughs> worked. I didn't, I didn't know, know how this machine works. Anyways, <laughs> if you like the quirky, uh, kind of slow burn comedy of the mockumentaries, 
Best in Show is a good one. It's up there. It's just so weird. That's fun. Slow burn. Kind of like listening to this list. It's just... <laughs> now the last one, we'll have a little bit of discussion. It's uh, the so latest... Yet. No, no. The latest um, flick starring Robin Williams. Okay. Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Okay. It, it's funny. It's it's a little out there. It's got some a lot of serious tones. I mean, the guy finds out he's dying mm-hmm. and could drop dead any second. But it, there's a, it's a powerful movie, and it's got a powerful moment where he does, you know, given the circumstances of his death, he tries to commit suicide, and it's what he yes. says with that. It's just it adds. Stuff like that drives me insane. Because technically, then you can look back at what dreams may come and think, "Oh, he knew he was going to die." Because there he is in heaven. Oh no, I don't. I don't it's, see it that way. It's just <laughs> how he, what he said in that movie. Just, it, I will tell okay. you, you can always go back and find tons of things that look like. I get that, and I'm not saying it, it connects with his death. I'm just saying the fact that he did commit suicide, and then you see him doing something in this in this movie. It just it adds a whole. Layer. I was talking to someone at work, going, "I watched one hour photo, and you could tell he was depressed." Are you freaking kidding me? No, <laughs> he's a psycho in the movie. So I'm not saying. I'm not That's saying that. I'm not saying that. No, no. Just someone saying, at work said that. It's very powerful. This movie is a great movie. I, if you're a fan at all of Robin Williams, you got to check this movie out. Angriest Man in Brooklyn. It's uh, Robin Williams and Mila Kunis. Did you get a fortune cookie? Nope. I oh, you're wish. peeling shit off my table. You don't need that anyway. Yeah, you already bought it. Actually, I didn't. My mother gave it to me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is the bottom of my list, and I'm telling you, you should see Angriest Man in Brooklyn. It's a, it's a must-see. Good right. Honest Watch. GoodHonestWatch.com. No, just it. watch it, period. Just, just, oh, oh, just watch. Oh, Ooh, that sounds like an order. Yeah. Call to action, people. Call it what you will. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> movie. Yeah, so... What's the balls? <laughs> <laughs> Again, uncalled for. <laughs> Actually, I just had to come up with something because I saw the light sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, red light, red light. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the gigantic security leak that happened over the weekend. That's right. You don't... It wasn't me. I don't know what I had for breakfast. <laughs> what security leak did we have? Uh, somebody has hacked the the iCloud and released Jennifer Lawrence's picture. Oh, just her. Nice. Oh, there's more than Jennifer Lawrence. More than her face. Yeah. Now there are some, some of the women, <laughs> some of these women. Go, guys. Are, Get away from my computer. <laughs> some of these women are. Coming out saying that no, it's not me, it's not me. But, but some are, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, she was in um, the prequel to the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I guess it was the th- it was still the thing, wasn't it? I haven't watched it. It's much. still the prequel. She's yeah. uh, Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. Glad I brought the story up so Jason can tell it. She has said that they were hers. That's no, her, keep going. So. No, go ahead. Yeah, so you just you just talk about your yeah. podcast. We'll be over here. <laughs> I'm. Okay, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> what else? Yeah, I, no, you, 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 you Buffalo Joy over top of it. Yeah. I added the sound effects with that. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was like like standing inside a Foley theater. <laughs> <laughs> I just got run over. <laughs> when, when did Mike turn into Michael Winslow? Michael Winslow? Michael Winslow. Police Academy? Sound effects, oh, dude? Yeah. 
No. He's Mike. I'm making the noises. Yeah. Yeah, Why are you looking at me calling me Mike Winslow? I am not nearly skinny or black enough to be Michael <laughs> Winslow. It wouldn't be an episode without a... There we uh, go. If you guys are keeping score at home. <laughs> and now it's complete. <laughs> oh, no. we still got a couple more to go through. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no. So finish your story. No, I did. Mary Elizabeth Winstead said, no, it's all her. So... She said they, they were deleted, so somebody had to do some serious digging to pull them out. But I guess cloud. she deleted them at her end. They're not deleted like in the cloud. It right? sucks. I keep sending nudes of myself up there. You don't see them anywhere. Thank the God. <laughs> You're welcome. I keep deleting those as soon as I see them. Uh, who? Dude. Nobody wants to see those. Blink, click, click, yeah. click, click. Oh, yeah. You work for an internet provider. You have direct access to the cloud, don't you? What? No. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. They got those hidden portals. Ooh. Back doors, they call them. Back door. Yeah. <laughs> well, with his love of Kevin Smith. Ow! <laughs> not going to deny it. Oh! Oh, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> We've had those discussions. I could have lived my life not We've had those discussions. I'm pretty real. sure on the pod. There are, I'll forget it. It's there okay. are two men that I would consider <laughs> switching teams for. Or so. Have we all had this discussion on the pod? <sighs> I would consider switching teams. Because we've been trying to block it out. (laughs) All right, fine. There's the line, and it's over. Oh, no. Dude, we don't have a line. (laughs) There's a line that keeps being moved back. As soon as you walked in the door, it's been. Yeah. The line's left at the old studio. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Somebody talk. Uh, You got any news? I got lots of news. I think I might even share it. Oh, <laughs> that's so generous of you. Uh, they're talking about the new Bond villain. He is going to be a physical villain to face to go up against Daniel Craig, as opposed to all these psychological. Uh, okay, you know, I was going to say what, everybody else was metaphysical. The production team are searching for an actor to play what they describe as the main assassin, with the primary requirement being that they must be physically imposing. Bay. They have an awesome picture of Jaws right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do, uh, I think that's from View to Achilles, not oh. on the cable. <laughs> Yummy. What about... Oh. Yeah. I think we should get what? Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's always pretty imposing. That would be a wicked franchise crossover, wouldn't it? No. No. I would just shoot him in the face. <laughs> Dude, they're bulletproof. In the face? They're what? bulletproof. In the face. I don't know. He wouldn't shoot them in the face because they would turn around and use their no, shots. He would, okay, he would shoot them. No. Once, pew, no. Pew, oh, See, no. Wait a minute. Boom. There no, he is. No. Not even in. No. 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 They pop up out of the manhole. He's like two buildings over with the sniper rifle. You're agreeing with me? Whoa. Son of a Didn't no, I tell you they ruined Ninja Turtles? Totally I'm not agreeing with you. I'm agreeing that he's going to snipe them from a long distance right between the eyes. No, Bond doesn't snipe. Punk's got a Walther PPK. Yeah. You can't snipe with this. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Daniel Craig's used more than just the, well, the PPK. Have you seen it in an episode? Have you? Have you? Episode. An episode. That's right. Episode. These are episodes of Balance Life. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Successful applicants will need to be at least 6'2 in height. While the report notes that whoever wins the role will have several altercations with Daniel Craig's 007. My worry is that they're going to pull somebody who's like MMA or something like that. I think you should be able to act. They got the Rock. Rock. You should. Oh no no no! No. Brock Lesnar. Brock. (laughs) Yes, Brock. Give Bond the F (laughs) five. 
pile driver. Well, uh, right now there is a rumor floating around that a uh, certain Matthew McConaughey oh. may be starring in The Stand. Oh, ah. they're try and do that again. Mm-hmm. According to the studio, or McConaughey has, or sorry, they have McConaughey in line for the role of the villainous Randall Flag in the post-apocalyptic saga. Try that again. No. (laughs) (laughs) A man who sets about uh, forming his own civilization and... Is there an S in civilization? All depends. I don't know. It looks wrong. (laughs) Where's where's the S? Right smack dab in the middle. Civilization? Uh, it's know. on the internet. It's got to be true, right? That's Civilization. Right. Well, okay. All depends on if it's the American spelling or the the Queen's like English. A real spelling. Now, is this supposed to be a movie or what is? It? I just thought that McConaughey is keen on the project and the scheduling works out okay for all parties. He will be offered the choice of either role. Oh, okay. And they also want him as Stu Redman. That's that was the main character. So the main the character guy, on yeah. one side or the other. Ah, okay. I think he should be the one guy. M-O-O-N. That's all he says. Okay. Everything's spelled M-O-O-N. You guys never see the one with Gary Sinise? It's nope. been way too long. Way, way Why the hell do I remember that? But I can't remember what we did last podcast. <laughs> Selective memory. Well, it's either that or soft drug use. <laughs> call him A, call him B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> little this, little that. Yep. Yes. Mark Webb has been discussing plans for the forthcoming Sinister Six movie. With a special section of the Amazing Spider-Man Blu-ray dedicated to what you can expect going forward. I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 on Blu-ray. Not yet. I haven't either. It's out. It is Yeah, I saw it at Walmart. Yeah. Well, I mean, that store that we buy stuff at. We're not plugging them. Yeah, the last thing you need to do is plug Walmart. Don't say their name. The W store. There we go. Okay. Uh, Here's the real story, says Webb, calling back to the first film's post-credit scene. At the end of the first movie, there was some lighting, lightning with the man in the shadows. There was an idea that maybe this would be Electro character, but again, we shot it and kind of emerged into some other situation. The man in the hat is now... What? What? We think of him as the gentleman who is benefactor of the Sinister Six. Okay, so the guy back there with the lightning in the first movie in the post-credits is going to be the guy that puts the Sinister Six together. I thought that was Osborne. I thought he was called by name. It says they all emerge from Oscorp, and thus they are corralled by the gentlemen. They're sort of mercenaries of Oscorp. I could have swore Connors called him by name when he stepped out of the shadows. I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I don't recall. Nope. I mean, it was was an okay movie. I'm not going to say Spider-Man was, like, phenomenal, but it was good. Hmm. I don't know. It's an alternate universe Spider-Man. I'm not too keen on alternate universe. Do you think they're going to kill him off? Spider-Man is supposed to die in the universe. That is true, too. And, he, and he gets, the mantle gets picked up by a, Me- a Mexican guy, right? Yeah. Or Latino. Um, and, of course, Cap's the one who, you know, doesn't help. I don't know if you ever read the comic book name now. Yeah. Uh, how Spider-Man dives in the way, saves Cap's life, and then Cap just leaves him there to die in the rubble. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked him anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I see Cap just kicking some rubble onto him. Seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not over here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he said he was going to go back home. And that's when Cap gets in the car, pulls off the mask, and it's J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> 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 you meddling kids didn't get me this time. <laughs> I knew it would get you eventually. Right. That's because Spidey don't have a dog. That's right. 
Spider Dog. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. I got a trailer. Uh oh. This is called the ba- uh, Babadonk. Okay. It's an Australian horror sensation right now. Um, oh, you're going to make Jason pee himself. I He's know. Still recovering from Annabelle last I week. I know. 
Davis plays Amelia, a newly single mother haunted by the violent death of her husband and struggling to cope with a young son plagued by a mysterious, uh, a mysterious and sinister figure. Six. Hello, Damien. When an eerie storybook turns up in the house, <laughs> the boy is convinced it tells the story of the man from his dreams. While Amelia is initially skeptical, strange occurrences sway her opinion. Let's see this. Can you see? Uh, mostly, sort of? yeah. Good enough. There it is. I haven't seen any of the scary movies in a long time anyway. So. Sweet to come see Annabelle with us. Yes. <laughs> On the shelf. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. <laughs> a rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. That's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. This is what he wears on top. He's funny, don't you think? See him in your room at night. Mum, does it hurt the boy? Mum, does it live under the bed? Mum? Mummy! Okay. <laughs> Not quite enough to creep me out. Well, it's probably... Wow. Mildly okay. intriguing, but not, not nearly as creepy as Annabelle. Yeah, it says it's a nasty, nastily effective little teaser with a significant amount of tension created by more than the turning of pages of a storybook. Yeah, the little kid freaking out sounds pretty scary. Yes. Ooh, because you couldn't see there was more words there about uh, look under the bed and you were going to die. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love horror movies. I love summer and October. <laughs> yeah, just all the good horrors come out in October. Now, where was I here? There we go. Fright Fest, Fright Fest. Oh, Ben Affleck still in Gone Girl TV spot. Has that come out yet? Nope. No? Oh, well, okay. Uh, Jeremy Renner says Hawkeye could appear in Captain America 3. Wouldn't make sense. I think that's a lot of work for nothing, because don't they have to redo all of his scripts in German? <laughs> <laughs> right? Did you ever see that on Facebook? They'll just dub. 14 things you didn't know about Avengers, and they're totally stupid. No. You know, yeah. Jeremy Renner had to have all of his scripts in German, because he doesn't speak a word of English. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, <laughs> and the original actor to play Captain America, but he only lasted two weeks of shooting, was Eric Stoltz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, he was the skinny guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, right, okay. Are they going to do... Are they going to put Black Widow back in it as well? Uh, let me see here. Jimmy Ryan has been talking about his forthcoming schedule and has revealed that he may be reprising his role as Hawkeye in the next Captain America film. Winter Soldier was heavy, heavily S.H.I.E.L.D.-centric movie with major roles for both Scarlett Johansson and Samuel Jackson, and it sounds as though the focus may remain for the third outing. There are rumblings of Captain America 3, says Renner. I don't know what's going to happen there. I've got to find some time, man. I'm trying to stay home, and I can't. How exactly he'll fit into the proceedings remains unclear, but how Hawkeye and Captain America relate in the next Avenger movie might help clarify the setup somewhat. At present, Joe and Anthony Russo are hard at work on the script for Captain America 3 with the film scheduled to open May 6th. 2016. Not against Batman versus Superman wimps. Yeah. I can't believe they blinked. 
Hey, Batman, you really needs all the help you can get. <laughs> Does it sure, ever? I'm pretty sure I did see uh, uh, one piece of news that said that Bucky would definitely be back for Cap 3. Oh, he has to be, because that's where Cap's going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would like to see more more crossover with the Avengers. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see uh, Iron Man crossing over with anybody, but you're going to be able to see Hawkeye and Black Widow. Those those two characters seem more liable to cross, especially with Captain America. Exactly. So, because uh, she went from Iron Man to Avengers, you know, she could go over to Captain America easy. Yeah. Hawkeye was in Thor. Yeah. You know, but he can bounce over to Captain America and over to Iron Man pretty easy. Yeah, because he can't. I don't, I don't think he can do his own movie by himself. He's just there's not enough meat and really material. Not there yet. was. I I speculated and would really love to see a uh, a Hawkeye Black Widow story like their origin yeah or a, an adventure an espionage a team adventure up with adventure. them that team up that that was one of the things that i liked and i would have loved to see in it i would also i would like to see a hawkeye appearance on agents of shield i think uh, I, I don't think he's too big oh, to make a, a solid appearance on the show i think he is i i don't think i don't so. know i mean it's possible i mean he's not huge Character, so why not? That's what I, that's my thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I have a very hard time believing Jeremy Renner would do Agents of Shield. I just really don't see that happening. It's kind of a step down for him. Oh yeah, you know who wants to be in a show with a zombie? Well, I mean, just a guest appearance. Right? Two nothing, zombies, nothing major. Two Nick, zombies. Yeah. Nick Fury's made a few. Zombie Coulson and the uh, Zombie Sky. Oh, that's true too. She was dead. Yep. Came back to life. Came back to life. Freaking Marvel. Yep. Nobody dies. Well, Samuel L. Jackson will play the opening of an envelope. So, <laughs> yep. He read a book on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> really awesome. Really yes. Yeah. Go the fuck to sleep. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Too. Uh, Ridley Scott's been discussing his sequels: Blade Runner Two and Prometheus Two. Oh, really? Yes. Prometheus. Uh, I'm with you on Prometheus. Yeah. That was... Uh, that was. So, are you going to make a second one? I mean, come on. The first one wasn't a lot great. Well, the second one is supposed to tie the universes together. Okay. Blade Runner and Prometheus. I don't know what? if you heard How? that in our previous podcast. There are links in Prometheus that go back to Blade Runner. The Tyrell Corporation. Oh. And it's speculation that in Prometheus, that old guy, I can't remember his name, but... Remember Tyrell was playing chess with someone over the phone. Yeah, it's supposed to be that guy, Waylon. Waylon, oh, there that, we go. That's a bit of a stretch. Uh, Ridley Scott did both of them. Yeah, yeah no, but okay. I mean, it's a stretch to put two universes together like that. Oh, you know, he's, he's got three to put together. Do it all the time. Captain American <laughs> Turtles coming out. What are you? I'd love to see Casey Jones take on Captain America. No doubt. Well, it. Apparently, Blade Runner Two is written. And oh. that goes into production as soon as he's done what he's working on right now, The Martian. Harrison <laughs> uh, Ford is still in it. Good. Yep. Is I, it, it going to be like a handover, like a getting handed off to someone else? Or is he just no, kind of... he's directing it. Okay. Yep. Now, the Prometheus 2, he says, scheduling and stuff, he might hand that off to someone else. Now, how is he going to tie aliens into... Well, there's already this. been that connection with Prometheus. Yeah, but That's I mean, what I mean. Blade Runner. Yeah, so he he's going back. For me, this is the middle. Then, yeah, I don't know. He's connected all three franchises. I'd have well, to see a list of where 
where what the dates like in their in their chronology? What year is Blade Runner in? What year is Prometheus in? What year is Aliens in? Well, just to see where they might all fit. Twenty thirty something, and Prometheus is never given a date. Right, but if we could see that date, it might make more sense where these sequels are going to fall. And you know, it doesn't matter even if Alien could be happening while. Blade Runner's happening because Blade Runner's still on Earth. Uh, so it could be happening at the same time. See that the I don't see it. I don't see it, but it could. Yeah. I see. That just seems that, that, that technology seems a little advanced from the Blade Runner age. Yeah. yeah, Blade Runner's like dirty old, well, not old technology, but just like dirty technology, whatever, yeah. like dirty world. And you got this beautiful, nice craft from, you know, Prometheus. But see, you have to remember, too, that most of the people are off-world in Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. And that's where they say the Whalen connection. That's why he's playing chess over the phone or whatever it is, because Whalen's not even on Earth. Yeah, that could be. I want to go back. I, I, I'm just, I, I want to see where they take this. It, it just, I don't know. It still seems like a stretch. I want to go back yeah. through Prometheus and see these little Easter eggs that they talk about, because when he brings up the one thing on the computer, the health computer. Yeah. It supposedly says Tyrell Corporation right in the top. Okay. And I want to find these things. Yeah. Well, the curiosity is definitely peaked on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Well, if you can give me a Blade Runner sequel mm-hmm. that is on par with what we had, sweet. I'll take that. So far, it's the same writer and the same director. So yeah, doesn't but, always mean, yeah, but yeah. it's better odds than most. Yeah, that's true. You know? And we have a new rumor for Doctor Strange. <laughs> a new name has been added to the list. Jack oh, Houston. Who the guy? hell is Jack Houston? He's reportedly under consideration for the role, although whether or not any talks have taken place remains unclear. Houston is most recently in a long line of names to be linked with it. With part of Jared Leto, Justin Thero. Benedict Cumberbund and Tom Hardy. <laughs> There's another name that's Tom not on that Hardy. list. There's another name not on that list that I kept seeing all weekend. Joaquin Phoenix? Yep. There it is right there. Oh, he is? Okay. Yep. I, I think I said it before. I'm more interested in Jared Leto playing. Yes. Oh, uh, he would be sweet. Yeah. He, he, he can do the strangeness that Strange has to deal with. You're looking perplexed. Do you know Jared Leto? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. no, I was just trying to... Because, I mean, Strange is a very charismatic kind of character, right? I yes. Mean, yeah. So you got to get someone who's you know, got that... Uh, of that the list, magnetism yeah. to come across, yeah. yeah. Of that list of names, I put Jared Leto at the number one spot. And because I'm a huge fan, Benedict Cumberbatch is number two. I thought he was going to say Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin doesn't do much acting, and he would definitely not take a role like that. Unless it was silent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> silent strange. <laughs> but yeah, but that, that one name, um, Tom Hardy on that list, that is just like, where, where the hell did that come I from? I know. That's like right out of left field. Yeah. Just because he's like, he's got some fire in Hollywood right now. Let's throw his name in the hat. Come on, no. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm just pulling up some other stuff here. First trailer lands for the new found footage film called The Pyramid. Oh, oh not another one. No. I don't like found footage. They're just they're all choppy and shaky all cam. Shaky cam. Do not say that to Jack. I'm sorry. No, wait. His is not found footage. It's no, assembled, assembled, assembled footage. footage. There's a difference. Yes. 
like I said, I like his because his filming has purpose. Yep. You know, like I guarantee you, I'm going to see a monster in here, and it's not going to make sense why they're not running. Yep. And motion sickness ensues. It has been called the curse of the pharaohs. Vengeance against adventurers who disturbed the sacred tombs of the pyramids. 1699. A Polish ship carrying two mummies is haunted by spectral visions and brutal storms. 1803. Four expedition members enter Khafra's pyramid, never to emerge. 1922. Tutankhamun's tomb is opened, and a series of horrifying deaths befall the excavation team. For the next 90... And that's the end of that. Let that load. <laughs> Next 90 watts. Don't. <laughs> 90 minutes. Don't stop there. I'm guessing everybody dies. Ah, that's, <laughs> see, that's it. That, everybody died so they couldn't record anymore. That's right. Oh, Somebody threw the camera at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good idea. Team. For the next 91 years, no other tombs are disturbed. Tell them not to open it up yet. Tell them to hold off. Until now. So what happened to them? Toxic air. Usually found in caves, tombs, structures that have been sealed off. As you can see, the pyramid... Oh, for the love of potato chips. Stop okay. that. Just for the love? I, I say... I don't yeah, give up. I say give up on it. I fucking swear. It sounds horrible. Wow. There's two <laughs> things I want to point out there. For one, that narrator's voice sounded like he was straight out of, like, the classic 60s drive-in voiceover. <laughs> We're talking guy. mummies, dude. That's a classic movie monster. I'm still trying to figure out... Okay, they're talking... They found the top of the pyramid buried. That's what they're digging at right now. Yeah. Right. And they get toxic air from inside the pyramid. And that must makes be me think, sealed up. Yeah. That makes me think of Ghosts of Mars. They open a tomb and then this like cloud okay, comes yeah. out and possesses people. You ridicule me for watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and you watched Ghost of Mars. Here it comes. I love John Carpenter. I pretend that one never happened. Because, well, it's dumb. I watched it once. <laughs> Only once. I only watch turtles. Once. I won't watch it again. You and jumped like, me like a fat kid on a smart We've been on <laughs> But I was looking at him. <laughs> Still feels. Sorry. <laughs> behind me, has only three sides, not four like the Giza pyramids. Oh, we got the size of that thing. Hey, hey, he's oh. saying we can't go in there. This is the find of the century. You're crazy if you think I'm not going in there. Go. And don't touch anything. Yeah, of course. Look at this. What is that? His carvings tell a story. Uh, so we don't say I'll be right back. I told you not to touch anything. We have to back out of here one at a time. Oh, but don't step there. Oh, my God. Told you. We're going to find a room. There's three stoners playing poker. What's up? Pepper is inside. So I'm escaping. There's toxic fumes and there's hot smoke. Where did they get the gun? No, it's not happening. the camera. 
Nope. See, this is where Jack's point comes in full force. The only thing that made that interesting to watch was the soundtrack, the music. Yeah. Yeah. Pushed you through it. Let's watch it again in silence. No. <laughs> no. They shouldn't make something like that of found footage. No. Because, yeah, there's a guy firing a gun at something that's running really fast, and the person's standing there filming it. Yeah. Yep. Bullshit. Now, if you were to take, say, like, you know, those those helicopters or whatever, and you use one of those, and then you have someone else in, in a room somewhere else. Like the little oh. drone. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're controlling with the camera, and they're like, oh, I'm trying to help you, whatever. That would be a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you got the guy in the camera who's trying to help out, you know, controlling it's the drone. Filming for a reason. Filming for or, a reason. Just give me a straight-up monster movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I screwed this found footage, drone stuff. Give me a monster movie. This is what they're trying to do. You've already sure. got the, the claustrophobic atmosphere. Damn you, werewitch people. Oh, I know. Like what you started, yeah. you jerks. That's the idea. you got the claustrophobic thing, and then you can you can do the... the, the it needs to be a, a movie, not yes. found footage. No. Yeah. Because there is no reason on earth to keep filming when something is trying to kill you. Exactly. All right. I'm sorry. Are we interrupting your conversation? We're having a show here. Yes. Oh, my God. He has a daughter home alone that's scared. <laughs> really? Apparently. What's she doing there, dude? I don't know. You are a horrible parent. What Apparently, are you doing? I must be. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take off? So, if, uh, if I'm not here tomorrow, there, you know, somebody call. Help yeah. Me. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> but, yes, I should probably take off. Like, if you're going home or if you're going to find a pyramid, I will look for you. I will make sure I keep the camera rolling. Good man. I will not uh, drop the camera. That's right. If a witch chases you, film it. Don't say that about my wife. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Said nothing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If a giant monster... No. No. Yeah, uh, no. Hmm. Wow. Remember that line thing? Good luck, dude. All right, <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, no problem, anytime. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I've two guests in two shows. It's I know. Crazy. It's been awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep listening. All right. All right. We have one fan for sure. Yeah. At least one. Yes. Well, Dave likes us. Oh, Dave likes us. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has to. We're on his network. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we have one for sure. <laughs> so I guess I'm, uh, I'm the one fifth listener. unaffiliated with the podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All, righty, All right, man. Thank you very much. Thank guys. you, John. No problem. And uh, we'll definitely get you back again. You got to shake hands. There we Sounds go. Good. All right. Thanks, Don't worry about Jason. All righty. <laughs> don't forget to take the headphones off before you stand up. Oh, be a short trip if you don't. <laughs> oh, no, because everything goes. Oh, get oh, you all coming. I'll be holding it. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You got right, it, man. We'll it. talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay. Well, on that note, there's another show coming out called Trash with Rooney Mara and Martin Sheen. Rooney Mara, that name sounds familiar. It sounds so familiar. I can't I can't think of where I know that name from. You're just getting stuck on the Mara. Under the table? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hmm. You're, you're getting stuck on the Mara name, I think. That's what it is. Kate Mara. Yeah. It's my future ex-wife. Hey, they're there. Okay. Still holding on to that fantasy, are you? A new channel. <laughs> That's not the fantasy. Oh. Yeah. The trailer has arrived online for trash. Stephen Daldry's Rio set tale of three favela... What? Yeah, that's what it says. Favela kids who have their lives turned upside down when they discover something unusual at the local dump. Oh, is this the Earth to Echo type thing? The item in question is a wallet. And a wallet that the local police seem unusually keen to get their hands on. By, by bribery at first, and then even less 
Nice means. What? You just tried to steal his bit. I certainly did. <laughs> I heard belt. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, the boys have a pair of American mercenaries to turn to. Of, of course. In Who the doesn't have a pair of American mercenaries to turn to? I got some in the closet over there. Uh, oh, wait, crap, I said that. I can understand if there was like if it was like a, a military base. But mercenaries? Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> well, that's, oh, wait, they're in Brazil. That's a non-extradition country, isn't it? Uh, sure, who knows? This is the international trailer. Okay, tell me your story. <laughs> My name is Raphael. He doesn't look anything like Raphael. I work in the trash. Anyone who touches that wallet, Tem que morrer. I want that dead. É isso que eles this is what they want. I know what it opens. Wherever there is corruption and justice, there are dollars. What can we do? Find the money. Are you heard from the boys? Probably dead by now. Tear that dump apart. No, no, that's fire. That's not tearing it apart. Well, you're tearing the bonds of the wood apart with fire. Very good point. Why are you doing this? Because he's right. Are we really doing this? Let's start a revolution. Why not? Through all of that, why did they stick with it? Because it was right. That could be interesting. That'll be, uh... Theater here in Chatham, anyways, but that'll that'll be one I have to look for. Drone drops on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, that could be interesting. I could handle that. Oh, here's my boy Charlie Hunnam taking title role in Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. He's done Macbeth. Why not? Yeah, he's, he's done Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guy Ritchie seems to have found his leading man. With Deadline reporting that Charlie Hunnam is in final negotiations to join the production. Hunnam will play the titular monarch and will join Idris Elba. <laughs> he said titular. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Two weeks in a row. Sure. <laughs> and let's see here. It's going to be coming out July 22nd. Uh, Idris Elba and Elizabeth Olsen, the female lead. Now, here's something I don't know if you knew. Um, Charlie Hunnam's place of origin. England. Yes. Yeah. He's a Brit. Okay, I was trying to surprise you guys. Nope. Oh, you're good. <laughs> okay, and Chloe Grace Moritz says Kick-Ass 3 is unlikely to happen. Well, no kidding, because Kick-Ass 2 sucked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's unlikely to happen after the second film's disappointing box office take. That's exactly it. Sadly, I think I'm done with the character, says Moretz of her iconic role as Hit Girl. Hit Girl was a very cool character, but I don't think there will be any more movies. Yeah, we're starting to see her get more acting chops out now, like that If I Stay and... Movie 43. Exactly. And she's in, uh, she's in The Equalizer with, uh, um, Denzel. He didn't even say I know. No, the no cell. Uh, yep. You're right. Robert Downey Jr. describes Guardians of the Galaxy as the best Marvel movie yet. Because he's such a generous guy. He is. He is awesome. Uh, let me see. With Guardians recently passing the 500 million mark, Robert Downey Jr. has taken the opportunity to praise the film and hail it as one of Marvel's best offerings to date. And he'll be expecting his bonus check oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. next week. Galaxy, in some ways, is the best Marvel movie ever, says Downey, and it's odd for someone with an occasion, <laughs> on occasion, an ego the size of time, to actually say that. In addition to that, Downey is full of praise for how the studio's long-term plans have allowed it the chance to bring some of its lesser-known characters to a much wider audience. Phase three, baby. That's right. I am excited. Now, I... Can't wait to get back. So to this. The next Marvel movie is Avengers Two, right? Yes. Okay, there is. I was kept thinking there might be one more in between. No. And then Ant Man comes out just after. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then Cap. There we yep. go. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix back on to play Doctor Strange. I don't blah, know blah, about blah. that. Hey, my mic's back. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, Jeff Bridges stars in a new trailer for Second Son. Didn't we watch that one a bit ago? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a familiar, yes. We didn't like it. Okay, I'm not going to watch that then. No. Denzel Washington stays cool in a new clip from The Equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. We saw, we saw that trailer already, too. Avengers Age of Ultron to introduce new superheroes. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Let's see, they've been introduced. I don't know. <coughs> Falcon? They weren't exactly introduced. They were teased. They were teased. Na, 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 na. A new rumor has emerged this morning regarding Age of Ultron and some potential shifts to the lineup that could be precipitated by the film's ending. According to the film, we'll conclude with Captain America assembling a new team of superheroes comprised of a mixture of characters, old and new. Why exactly a new team would be required has yet to be explained, but one of the major new additions is thought to be Ms. Marvel, otherwise known as Captain Marvel. Ah. The report goes on to explain that the studio is still deliberating whether to introduce her here in such a throwaway manner or whether to give her a proper origin story in her own film. But no. in any case, it looks like the female superhero isn't far away. But they kept saying that a female-led movie wasn't likely. Yeah, but that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. stay current. They probably got so many complaints from, you know, women activist groups. Oh, what a guy. All right. Jesse Eisenberg talks Lex Luthor. I still am not. I, I need to see some trailer footage of him in the role to try and see if I if I can get behind it. I don't know. See, he kind of looks like Gene Hackman. Way back oh, in the day. Doesn't? The hair. Look at the hair, oh, dude. Uh, okay, if you just put the hair on screen. From his, his hair's real, and Hackman's was a tube. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm just not feeling Eisenberg as Luther. I don't know. 
No, because nobody thought Keaton could be Batman. Or a Ledger as Joker. Wow. I just... Mm-hmm. I, okay, or oh, Shaquille O'Neal is Steel, <laughs> <laughs> or Kazam. Oh, yeah, see, give me shivers. Now, this is the news I've been waiting to talk about. Oh, Charlie Hunnam to star in Escape from New York remake. I posted something about that on the Facebook page. Yeah, yes, team-based thing or something, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. We haven't heard anything from the, the proposed sequel, or remake, sorry, for a little while, but that could be about to change in the wake of some new casting rumors. Silver Pictures and Studio Canal are looking to secure a leading man to play Snake Plissken with Charlie Hunnam currently sitting pretty at the top of their list. Hunnam is per- currently the the number one choice, although John Berthal, I don't even know those people, so they don't count. John Berthal is she no, I don't want dead. to know who they are. Are you hearing me? Do you not see what Sons. <laughs> Dude. It, it all starts and stops with Charlie Hunnam. Sure. Once again, okay. Hey, hey, hey. This is because you have your love affair with Kevin Smith. This man is allowed to have his love affair with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. I could flip sides. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Wesley Snipes returning to the Blade franchise. What? Oh. Which would not be bad, because he was good in those movies. Yes. Sometimes the stories weren't best, but... Some of the secondary actors were pretty fucking shady, too. Triple H. Yeah, okay. Yes, I agree with it there. What's that? Triple H. (laughs) His tinfoil teeth. Uh, Let me see here. The planned revival of the Blade franchise could be about to receive a massive boost, with reports claiming that Wesley Snipes is set to agree to return as the series title role. Yeah, because he needs money again. Exactly. Got a little bit in Expendables, now he needs more. (laughs) Having recently appeared in Expendables 3, Snipes is keen to reestablish his action credentials. Even if at 51 years of age, he would certainly be on the older end of it. That doesn't mean nothing. Look how old Stallone is. That's right. Jerry action movies are awesome. (sighs) Because there's no real action stars anymore. Even in Expendables 3, Snipes still, he doesn't look as old as he is. He still looks really good for his age. Well, you do a lot of working out in prison. Yeah. That's all you got time for, really. But I I don't know if exactly, like, I'm down for uh, another Blade movie. Sure. I'll I'll take it. I like those movies. As long as Jessica Biel gets back. I want want the Night Stalker spinoff that they were trying to work out. That'll never happen. I, I want that, though. Well, just because you want it, little Mr. Entitlement, it's not going to happen. Well, Time for the plugs. No, 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 not Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are, are you, you doing? doing? What are you doing? Here we go. What? He's plastering pictures of Charlie Hunnam across his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Am I really? I see Charlie Hunnam over there. Yes, you do. Wait for it. Wait for it. Sons of Anarchy. Part one. Part one. If the frickin' thing ever loads. Nope. (laughs) Hi, I'm Melanie McFarlane, IMDb's TV editor. In this episode of What to Watch, we've been... We've been what? We, we got to wait for that to buffer. How long is this? About five, invited to an exclusive visit. Twelve minutes. 
It is an awesome get to work, bro. On the L.A. Well, set we'll of bit. FX's hit drama, Sons of Anarchy, where the seventh and final season is currently in production. My dining room table looks like that. Sons of Anarchy stars Charlie Hunnam as Jax Teller. And that's all. So what is this, this a recap, retelling of... Oh, no, he actually talks about... Leader of the Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club, or Sam Crow. An outlaw biker gang based in the fictional California town of Charlie. club, yes. Okay, hang on a second here. Oh, this is going to take much longer when it buffers like this. You got some wrestling shows coming up, don't you? Huh? You got some wrestling shows coming up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. When's yours? Uh, September 28th. Hamilton, Ontario, and then Sunday. October 1st or something like that, right? What's that? October 5th. 5th. I knew it was really, really close. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we go back to Hamilton on the November 30th. Now, I need to ask. They just had a big show in EREO. That's not your group, is it? Oh, I didn't no. think so. And it's not a big show. Okay. Well, now, I Seriously, some seven people. people. Hey, how are you kidding? No. Yeah. No, yeah. I saw a shooter's reference to it. Yeah, it's just a bunch of backyarders. Mm-hmm. Trampoline and mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. That's all oh, I like. Yeah. That's it. That, that just about drove Shooter out of the business. Yeah. They, <laughs> they got local media coverage. Well, whoop-dee-doo. Yeah, the local mm-hmm. media don't know what the hell they're doing. No, they so do did the guy that crawled on the roof of my workplace and tried to get in. Doesn't make him a star. Somebody's going to break in a minute? Yeah. Wow. What are they going to steal there? <laughs> oh, dude, he was so hopped up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we're here, we heard it, so... Uh, oh, you you were there when I was. I went up on the roof after him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, Batman. Batman. <laughs> went up on the roof and I'm looking around, didn't see anybody, so I came back down and my friend Tyler says, "No, no, there he is." So we, I went back up and sure enough, he pops up from behind an air conditioning unit with a piece of steel in his hand. Dude. And it's like, dude, you got to get down. Oh no, no, the vice president of the company told me come up here and fix the air vent. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> So finally got him down, and this is the same point. Was that a gravity assist? No, no. Oh. He crawled down some pipe. There was only one ladder up, and he got down some other way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't even know. But he got down. By the time I got down the ladder, I came around. The police were there, and all of a sudden... Boom, he's like a freaking jackrabbit. He was gone. <laughs> and he cut around the corner into where Swiss Chalet is. And right. he realized, crap, that's all fenced in. Turn around, come flying back out. They tackle him down and took him in. And, oh, yeah, he was <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> but, yeah, see, that doesn't make him famous. No? No, we just made him famous. Yes. No, no we made him infamous. Aha. <laughs> There we go. This is some poor HVAC guy is going, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be up here. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. God, it was funny. <laughs> what do you got to plug? Uh, nothing. Nothing at this point. No. No more plans for work. filming? Or? There will be. I'm, I'm going to be talking to the producers about working out dates to get those last couple days done. I hear they're dicks. One, one, one of them is. is. Yeah, but, you know, you get used to her. Okay. In the course of the series, Sam Crow's uneasy relationship with charming citizens and law enforcement has been tested time and again. But Sons is much more than a show about bikers. Jax is a man torn between his loyalty to the club and its fierce matriarch, his mother Gemma, and his desire to be a good father and role model to his own children, as well as being a worthy partner for his lover, Tara. Indeed, the women on the show. Again, we're talking about the history there. 
Okay. Not new episodes yet. <laughs> Most fierce, complex characters on television. We spent some time with the cast of Sons of Anarchy, including Charlie Hunnam, Katie Segal, and other key players to discuss the show's incredible legacy and what viewers can look forward to during its final season on FX. Of course, a lot of people know what Sons of Anarchy is in terms of it's a show about a biker gang, but if you were talking to somebody coming in fresh to this series, what would you tell them the show is about? It's a show about... Um Primarily, I suppose, male relationships. Um, uh, Kurt, our showrunner, decided to basically use the hey, uh, framework of Hamlet set against yeah. the backdrop of a modern-day outlaw motorcycle club. Um, so it's basically the story of a guy trying to find his place in a kind of a violent, corrupt world. Um, he's the kind of heir apparent to this... Um, to this kingdom of, of biker culture that uh, his father created. I would say in certain ways it's a modern-day Western, you know, with definitely influenced by Hamlet. And you got to hear Kim Coates and Theo Rossi uh, just in a second here. Okay. It's core, you know, it's, it's an action-driven... Uh, very wow. character. Black wow. hole of uh, The reason why the show is so attractive to people is because it is a family drama. It's a family and all the things and trials what? and tribulations that go on with a family. And, and we, all the people that surround it. The world. Correct. Yeah, and we really have not seen anything quite like this before. Uh, this whole 1% club issue uh, and bikers around America, Canada, Europe, they've really latched on and beyond, right? I mean, Theo, yeah. Theo and I, with all the, the, the servicemen and women around the world, the mm-hmm. firemen, the cops, they love the show. They just love the show. Can you elaborate on what you mean by the 1%? Yeah, the 1% are people who ride, people who belong to clubs, people who have bikes. Uh, if you really think about it, there really aren't a lot of us out there. So that's why they call them the one percenters. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> no. Yes. Ah. He's learned. Like, yeah, the one percent are people who ride. Okay, here comes people the question. Clubs, people have bikes. Uh, if you really think about it, there really aren't a lot of us out there. So that's why they call them the one percenters. Now, did you guys ride before the series? No. Yes. Ah. He's learned. I always knew. He's better. I'm the best. That's it. I'm going to correct that entire statement. It's the truth. No. But I had a license. Yes. Oh, yeah, you did. He's 93 years old. Of course he's <laughs> Did you ever use it? I'm Didn't terrific. look like it. I'm terrific. He rides a very large bike that could basically be a car. <laughs> I love that little bit in there. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Kim, that's not quite what it means. I, um, but you know, okay, he said that to stay alive. Exactly. <laughs> I remember because there's a one percenter on the show. Yep. <laughs> I remember an old a Charlie Sheen movie called Beyond the Law. Where he goes undercover in a biker gang, and they mentioned the percent thing because oh. they put it on his colors. The percent and, thing. 
what they what the description of the first what the percent means on his colors. Mm. And it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is definitely not that. Nope. <laughs> nope. But no. yeah, that, that comes up September 9th. Oh, for the uh, last season? Yes. And that's a week away. Nice. And like I said, just seeing that first trailer when the guy goes, aren't you getting out of guns? And Jack's going, I'm not in that mindset anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I cannot wait. <laughs> Sounds good. That's my plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, Somebody else's stuff that yeah. we're not getting any money for. Yeah. One, one quick story. I was uh, flipping through the internet and just, just looking flip through the internet. I was just you know, skimming through surfing, if you will. There you go. There you and go. I found this website, www. to picture him surfing, really. <laughs> I found this website called, that was www.themoviemadhouse.com. Oh, I see what he's trying to do oh, here. Oh, look at you. I'll give you a fist bump. But no, I won't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I will. But all our, all our episodes are there. Like, really? who knew? Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> who knew? We did. We put it up. Oh, I forgot. I wondered where they went. Yeah, you can I thought I had them on the shelf, but they're not there. No, so. no, no, no. You can fit on the shelf. Oh, the computer could sit there. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Or you could use your smartphone and go to the Stitcher app. You could do that. Yeah. For offline listening. You could do that too. iTunes. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do the same thing with iTunes. Twitter. Movie Mad, <sighs> at Movie Madhouse. I have to thank everybody on Twitter. <laughs> the, the, the last couple of days, Twitter has blowed up for us. So there's... Mike is at a perma smile. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I had a, a big smile when I had a retweet from Kevin year or like months ago. He Dang had he got it. a retweet from Zombie. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I had to bring I, Kevin I, uh, yes, I contributed to the uh, the crowdfunding. Yes, uh, for Rob Zombie's thirty one movie that's coming up, and uh, the movie Madhouse got a retweet from Rob Zombie. That's all right. of a sudden, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. that's right. So thank you, Rob Zombie. Big time. Yep. All right. Well, then, well, on this one, we might as well push May 9th, 2015. Yeah. CK Cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CKX will be happening. Um, there's going to be cosplay going on, gaming, wrestling. Yes. Oh, the Friday Friday Night Masquerade Ball. That's true, too. That just got uh, finalized. Yep. That's all in the works. Yep. And I'm trying hand over fist to try and find some cool celebrities. So if anybody's listening that wants to come out, just let us know. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you can just fly right in. Dave, dude, buddy. Come on. You're in California. You know, throw some flyers. Two, three hours? Come on over. Come on up. Throw some flyers out in L.A. and Hollywood area for us, Dave. You're you're close. Yeah. We're not that hard to figure out. No, no, no. All right. For another week of the Movie Madhouse, this is Mike. Jason. And Rob. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.